0: Welcome to Widowed But Not Alone with Todd Bessey of Creedum Wealth Partners, the podcast designed to help people who have lost a partner and those people who support them. We will share stories and resources that will help support your needs, address your financial concerns, and guide you to believe in your future. Now, on to the show.
1: This is a place for people who have lost a partner, as well as for those around them, welcome to the inaugural episode of widowed but not alone with your host todd bessie in these shows todd will tackle issues ranging from grief and trust to being the only parent survivor guilt and widow scams i'm patrice Sakura. todd you have chosen a rather specific person to serve who are they and how did you make that decision in the first place
2: no patrice uh, um widows are, are, are very large focus of our practice and and what I'll tell you is this is you know working with widows for us was not intentional uh it, it's something that evolved over time you know back in 1997 when I started as a financial advisor obviously we need to 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 start by building our client base right and and meeting people and and bringing on new clients and my mother was a teacher and many of her teacher friends needed advice to plan for retirement so you know given that most teachers are women, I developed many relationships with female clients early in my career, some of them were married, some of them were divorced, many of them were single. And, you know, over time, things happen. And some of these women lost their spouses and needed even more guidance. And so, you know, those relationships evolved, they made introductions to their family, to their friends, their coworkers. And we found that, you know, over time, widows became a much larger focus of our practice.
1: Okay. So it was, I won't say by accident, but it just kind of evolved into this.
2: Yeah. You know, we weren't, I mean, I mean, early on in my career, we, I wasn't, you know, reading the obituaries and chasing after people. Right. (laughs) Thank you for that.
1: Thank you. Yes. 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 You
2: know, um, and even later in my career, um, some, some women that became clients as a result of losing their spouse, we, we knew about the loss, Mm -hmm. um, maybe had met that person in the past. But we're not striking out to to make the connection soon after their loss. You know, it was being patient. Eventually, probably getting reintroduced along the way. And, and so, for some of them, it might have been soon after their loss. Some it might have been a year or two down the road. But that's really how that part of our practice really evolved and has become a major focus. Some of our 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 most enjoyable clients uh-huh. are are women who have lost their spouse.
1: How did you get into the business in the first place? Let's go way back to, to day one.
2: Yeah, sure. so I'll go I'll go way back even further. you know um, <laughs> I'll tell you, I was very blessed. I had I had my two grandfathers in my life for a long time. They both lived into their 90s. and I remember back in high school when I was around them and I'd see one of them reading the newspaper and looking at the stock page. And so I'd started asking some questions, Hey, what are you doing? And so they taught me a little bit about buying stocks and understanding what mutual funds were. Um, So they're the first ones to introduce me to investing. And, you know, what I learned from asking them questions and watching them over the years is that they both had very different investor personalities. And, you know, often I share the story, you know, the fable of the tortoise and the hare, right? Mm -hmm. So I had one grandfather who acted like the tortoise from an investor perspective, slow and steady wins the race. Uh, And the other one who was the hare. he was the sprinter, he was the one that was aggressively trading. And so those stories played out. Okay. Over time, <laughs> right. uh, you know, but that led me to make a, a conscious decision that when I went to college, I wanted to study finance. And so, uh, I did that. And while I was in college, I had the opportunity to work at a major, you know, wall street firm as an intern gained some experience. And, and during that experience realized that, you know, graduating from college being, you know, let's say a 22 year old at that time, how many people would be really excited to to hand a big pile yeah. of money over to me at that point in my life, having no experience really? So I I did something else and started my career in another field for seven years, and then eventually moved over to that firm that I interned with and began my career there in 1997.
1: Now, your firm has a very interesting name. It's Creedum. Correct. But, but tell me, first of all, how it's spelled and what it means.
2: Sure, credum. It's C-R-E-I-D-I-M. Pronounced credum. You know, it's an it's an Irish term that means believe. And honestly, I have to give credit to my wife and my daughter Katie uh, for coming up with credum as the name of my firm. Hmm. And you know, and and like I said, it means believe. And so the way it evolved and we thought about it is is you know beliefs are the core of who we are, what we do. And eventually the success we acquire during our lives, you know, the, the power of belief causes things to happen in our lives. Beliefs are both mental and emotional. They're embedded in our mind and in our hearts, and they help dictate your actions, you know? So Patrice, if you think about this for a minute, if you believe in a cause, you're going to fight for it. Mm -hmm. If you believe in your religion, you're going to live it. And most importantly, if you believe in others, You're going to support them and uplift them and so our beliefs drive us and and so we just believe that they're the basis of our purpose and the actions that we take in our lives and so we just thought it was very fitting to name our firm creedum wealth management because we believe in our clients and want to help them build the best lives and live the best lives they can
1: what do your clients well how do they react when you explain the name of your firm
2: You know, at first, some people are like, oh, how do you say that? Right. Like you did, (laughs) you know, and then what does it mean? And then they're like, oh, okay. Yeah, I get it. You know, I I think when, when it came to, to founding our firm, I, I just didn't want to have kind of one of those blah firm names, you know, um, (laughs) tried to come up with some creative, honestly, I had, I had pages and pages of notes where I was trying to come up with a name firm. And one day what happened is as I actually sat at the dinner table with my wife and my daughter. You know, uh, right after the holidays, this was last year, uh, right before she went back to school, and just said, I need help, uh, you know, and and literally within five minutes, they, they figured it out <laughs> for me. So it was awesome, you're,
1: you're sweating over it. And I they look like, at it, wow, and go, this is six months
2: of trying to figure this out. And, and, uh, and, and Katie nailed it. So it was awesome.
1: Nice, nice. Now you mentioned widows as as being well, are they most of your clients?
2: Yeah, big portion. I mean, I mean, we have some clients that, that fit other roles. I mean, retired couples, you know, and so it, I, honestly, as you know, over time, you've got a couple that are clients, and unfortunately, something might happen to one of them. Right. And then that person becomes a widow, widower. and And that has happened in our, you know, in my 25 year career, that's happened a lot. Um, where we worked with a married couple for a long time, and and one of them passed, and so now we've got the survivor, and and we're helping that person move forward and make good decisions.
1: But do you have other clients? Uh, obviously,
2: sure. I mean, many are, are pre-retiree retire type couples, some business owner clients.
1: Mm-hmm. What do you do for them?
2: You know, I, I I'll talk about the widow clients, okay? Um, mm-hmm. Again, because that's our, our the focus of our conversation here. You know. First and foremost, we want to hear their story. When we get to meet somebody, we want to hear their story. We want to ask them questions. We want to learn about their life, their spouse, their family, their current situation. What emotions are they dealing with? And what we want them to know is, you know, they're they're not alone. Um, We're in this together. We're here to help them. We believe that they can have a beautiful life going forward, and we want to help them get to where they want to go. You know, and naturally that type of a conversation will evolve, you know, and from a financial perspective, it'll lead to conversations about, you know, what are their sources of income, their financial resources. But often what comes back to us is they just want to know if they're going to be okay right. and, and and what do they do next and how can we help them get there?
1: How long does it take one meeting, two meetings, three meetings before you feel that they have that that peace?
2: It can take many, it really depends on the person. I mean, I, I think what we've come to understand in, in working with widows is that there are some after the loss of their spouse that are very task-driven. They they wanna get things done, they wanna check the boxes and deal with what they have to deal with. Yet, you know, others, which we find is, is more the majority have trouble making decisions. Some of our widowed clients will call it being in the fog or having widow brain, okay? so with those clients it's that process of getting to know them understanding their needs and then we work with them on taking micro actions so small steps to move forward we'll make a couple of decisions see how it goes review that determine what we need to do next you know and the planning process is not perfect you know we we build a plan we guide our clients down the path and things change mm-hmm. We have to take a step back reassess make new decisions and then take another step forward and that's kind of how it works
1: all right todd i don't want to stereotype people but older women have a bad reputation for getting along with technology and with things today so much is done on zoom and online is there an issue sometimes with new clients or even existing clients how do you show them to use how to use zoom or or do most of them already know it
2: yeah, you know, it 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 can be challenging. Um, and what we found is is that if we can involve some family members, you know, kids, often that's that's what happens. Is a child mm-hmm. will get involved in the conversation. They want to be there to protect their mother or their father, uh, and and want to be by their side in the conversations to make sure we're we're having the right conversations with them. And so, if that individual that is our potential client is struggling with the technology, then you know, we want to bring a, a child in who's probably going to be much more savvy with the technology and help them understand how to use Zoom or FaceTime. Mm-hmm. Some of the planning technology we use, we ask our clients to use the Internet, right, and, and, and use some tools. And, and it just takes some little bit of time. And, and you know, what the, the great thing about some of the technology that's available to us today, especially Zoom, you know, and video meetings, is we can show somebody through a video meeting how to do something. And we've done that a lot. And, and I think that makes them feel much more comfortable that that is um, a big part of our practice is it's educating people. And sometimes it's not, it's not all about financial stuff. It's just about how to do things and get access to information. So,
1: Didn't we all have to learn how to do that? <laughs>
2: yeah. I mean, to think a year and a half ago, it's yeah. none of us knew how to do this
1: stuff. That's right. <laughs> and right it's now it's unmute yourself. Hello,
2: we're here. Right. Right. That happens every day. Right.
1: <laughs> right. Right. Now let's, let's talk about Todd, Todd, the person. Sure. Tell me, tell me about your family. Do you have um one thing you like to say to them or and to your clients to, to uh, just keep them on track? Maybe.
2: I, I think one of the things that I've learned over time is, is that, uh, you know, life can be messy. Our life never plays out the week way, way we expect it to. And, uh, as I mentioned earlier, you know, my grandparents were with me for a long time, but unfortunately, I've lost both my parents already. Mm. Lost my dad at seventy. And my mom just passed away a few months ago. So, you know, I mean, life is precious, right? So, you know, we focus on experiences. My family's really focused on just being together, spending time together um, and and living life, and being with one another. And my kids all live out of town. So we travel to see them. They travel to see us. We travel together. And so one of the things I tried to explain to our clients is you know life is short so have fun do things you want to do in life don't wait, because there might come a time where you can't do things you know health might limit your ability to do certain things in life. Um, You don't want to regret that stuff so you know quality life decisions are, are what we tend to work on with our clients.
1: Do you have a hero? I'm fully expecting one of the grandfathers to pop
2: up. The <laughs> no, actually, <laughs> um, they were great and very impactful in my life, but I will tell you that my hero is my wife. Really? We've been together since we were 19. Oh my, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> you know, met while we were in college and, uh, just worked out, you know? And so she's an incredibly hard worker, you know, had a great career prior to us having kids. So she, um, she was in the business world, had a business degree, multiple degrees, marketing, economics, um, was a buyer in the retail space, did a fabulous job. And then we decided to have kids and we had talked about, you know, what, what our our plan was, and, and the, the goal would be for if we could for her to be home and raise our kids uh, and be a part of their lives on a daily basis. And so that wound up working out for us. Um, and that actually happened when I made the transition to being an advisor. So think about this for a second. We were pregnant with Samantha, our, our oldest, and we had made the decision that, you know, she was gonna go back to work briefly, but, you know, ultimately we we figured she would stay home. Well, Samantha was born December 18th. And at the end of December, I, I resigned from my first job out of college and went to work as an advisor. So we we made a commitment and the commitment was we saw our household income drop significantly while we had our first child and that was a major risk leap of faith goes back to the word believe right you know just believed in in building our family and and uh, that is awesome that
1: is not the time know. most people make a big jump like that you yeah,
2: know yeah right um so uh you know we had three children Samantha Jack and Katie who are now 25 23 and 21 and uh so Chris was home with them for a long time, and then she decided to go to work in the school substitute so teach a little bit, and she really enjoyed it. So she went back to school, got a master's degree, and and ultimately became a fifth grade teacher. And in her second year of teaching, um, she was named the best teacher in the state of Illinois for oh, someone that was early, early in their career. So the first five years of their career, she was. Um, selected by her peers in the district and then it went to the state level and she was identified as the best teacher in the state of Illinois and that was back in 2014. So, you know, here we are today. We're, you know, we have three kids that are now adults, they're all out of college and she is incredibly dedicated to teaching 5th grade students. And, you know, as you know, you probably know right now, teaching's not, not very easy. <laughs> I know, no, given, I I respect them so much. So, you much. Know, so so, so given the COVID environment, teaching is rather difficult, um, but she's just an incredible uh, preparer, uh, dedicated to the kids. And so, you know, that's important, being the mother of our kids and then, you know, being my best friend and my life partner. So she, she's my hero.
1: Wow. That's the first time. And that's very powerful. That's wonderful. Wonderful. But now how about you? Your proudest
2: achievement. Well, I just talked about them, right? You know, <laughs> it's it's our kids. I mean, we, um, we're we very blessed. We have three great kids. Um, you know, the older two, Jack and, uh, Samantha and Jack are working. Um, both graduated from college. Both were college athletes. Uh, both were soccer players. And then uh, Katie is now in law school. So Samantha's in Boston. Jack is in St. Louis. Katie's in New York City going to law school. And uh, so they've just made great decisions, worked really hard, and uh, we're very proud of them wow
1: that, that's such a great story um i'm i won't say envious because i've got a fantastic family too but it makes me so proud to to know somebody else who's got that kind of grounding uh in a family your clients what do you hope for them what is your biggest hope for them
2: many of our clients have been with us a long long time you know i've been blessed to be in this business for 25 years made just a couple of changes you know, recently started my own firm and that's been fabulous. Our clients followed us. So we are really blessed to have great people that we work with who listen to us. We listen to them, but they listen to us. We make great decisions together for their benefit. We just want them to be comfortable, you know, and and be comfortable with where they're at and enjoy life. And 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 as I said earlier, you know, have no regrets, make good decisions and live a good quality life.
1: All right. In um, a minute, I'm going to ask you how people can get in touch with you. But first, we should explain, too, that with this podcast, you're going to have stories, you're going to have guests, and at the end of each podcast, you're going to give us a hint of what's coming up. So, what do you want to attack in the next episode of Widowed But Not Alone?
2: You know, I think we're going to, we're going to focus on, on the concept of being overwhelmed. And that's what tends to hit people who are widowed and lose their spouse. It's, it's what comes at them right at that moment.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: It's a massive feeling of being overwhelmed with decisions that they need to make, or that they feel they need to make, or people are telling them they need to make. And we want to address that. We want to focus on that in our next conversation. Okay.
1: How can people reach it,
2: Todd? So the easiest way is to to find us on our our website at Wealth. That's C-R-E-I-D-I-M wealth.com. You know, we've got some great information on there uh, for prospective clients, ways to reach out to us, whether it's call us, email us, uh, you know, use our uh, scheduling tool we have on there to schedule a call. That's probably the best way to reach out to us.
1: All right. This is Todd Bessie of Cretum Wealth Partners. Now, follow or subscribe to the podcast to make sure you know when the next episode is ready for you. And as Todd has just said, he's going to tell you what the next episode will be about. Next time around, it's going to be being overwhelmed after being widowed. Make sure you share with your friends and your family as well. They may know someone who can benefit if they can't alone. I'm Patrice Sikora, and let's talk again later.
0: Thank you for listening to Widowed But Not Alone. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of integrated wealth partners. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Investment advice offered through Integrated Partners, doing business as Creedum Wealth Partners, a registered investment advisor.